entrepreneur. It doesn't matter where you are currently located in the world because it's time to settle in and buckle up for another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute with your host, Mark Newsom, otherwise known as Mr. Marketing. Hey, entrepreneur, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing, and welcome to another exciting and, yes, potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute. Ladies and gentlemen, today we're going to talk about seven potentially profitable reasons why you should definitely be developing your copywriting skills. Entrepreneur, it may not seem obvious on the surface, but learning basic copywriting skills and developing beyond that range is one of the most powerful, potentially profitable uh, evergreen skills that overlaps into so many areas of business, marketing, traditional advertising, non-traditional advertising, and promotions, etc. For example, let me give you just a short laundry list, and then we're going to kind of really go into some uh, specific detail. But before I say that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about C to B level copywriters, because the A-list copywriters, these men and women, they not only get paid incredibly profitable fees on the front end of a project but the really good ones and again we're talking one two three percent max they also get a percentage a royalty if you will on the gross amount of uh, profit pardon me their projects create for the people who hire them so they might get five to fifteen percent on the back end incredibly lucrative so I'm saying the C to B level copywriters in other words you're not quite at that level where people not only are literally hunting you down but they're also you're not at this point receiving uh, a percentage of the gross of the project although there is a way we'll discuss that a little later where you can strategically sort of morph into that without necessarily having to be an A-list copywriter we'll talk about that in just a little bit but here's what I want you to think about an on or offline sales letter of any kind guess what it's got to be written by somebody and the more uh, developed your copywriting skills are the more lucrative it could be even if you're just being paid on the front end you could also make out with on or offline sales pages and that includes lead capture pages standalone pardon me uh, fully functional lead capture pages and also the sign-up forms that might be on your blog or your e-commerce site or whatever these Again, this is copy. Somebody's got to write it. And somebody's got to be able to write persuasive copy, ladies and gentlemen, so you get a percentage of the eyeballs that come to that particular page to uh, take you up on your call to action, your CTA. In other words, whatever it is you ultimately want them to do. Now, the email marketing campaigns in general, ladies and gentlemen, and think about this. We're talking uh, what's in it for me, subject lines, because think about it. The first thing an email subscriber, yours or mine, sees is that subject line. And either it's tantalizing and sexy enough that it causes them to click through to the main body copy. And then that main body copy's job, if you're selling something, is to sell the click to get them to go over to a sales page where the sales page is doing the majority of the heavy lifting in terms of selling your product or service. But Email subject lines are very powerful, just like offline. I'm, I'm sorry, I said offline, but I meant on or offline 
your main power headline has to be benefit orientated what's in it for me meaning the the eyeballs that are reading that it has to translate into why should I care about this and typically if you can write from their point of view and show them benefits not the features um, they're gonna be interested in your proposition now along with that ladies and gentlemen do you know one of the most uh, read parts of an email or a uh, on or offline sales letter believe it or not it's the PS you and I have a tendency to skim initially and then go back and sort of you know once we uh, see something that interests catches our attention and then we go down to the PS and if you're not using PS's shame on you because you should be now let me give you a word of caution here just because you're hearing you should use a PS does not mean ladies and gentlemen you put PS and then write some lame non-benefit orientated PS to your to the reader and expect that this is going to boost your results because it will not you have to learn how to write in terms of what's in it for me benefit orientated copy and if you can do that it's sort of like pushing your uh, prospect or your customer down a slide and a chute and they almost can't stop now the better you and I are at that end your your offer has to be relevant you know if you have a a list of people who got on your list because they want to know about uh, playing golf and you're coming at them about something that has to do with orchestras you know it's not relevant you have to stay relevant now along with that your main power headline ladies and gentlemen and by the way when I say main power headline you probably like I'd say 85 to 95 percent of the uh, people who ultimately listen to this you think linear you say well, what do you mean Mark you don't realize that your business cards should be two things number one what's in it for me orientated not the standard company name your name and email address and the phone number. no let your competitors do that it needs to be benefit orientated and it needs to be direct response uh, slanted or orientated as well you say now what is direct response mark I want you to google it and I also want you to go to YouTube and put in what is direct response marketing and there'll be both videos and uh, links where you can read a couple articles, watch a couple of videos, and you should have a pretty good idea. But let me give you an idea of the type of industries that get it and know how to profit from direct response type uh, marketing and uh, advertising campaigns. The infomercial industry, which is a multi-billion dollar a year industry. At the end of that presentation with the uh, supermodel, Cindy Crawford, or whoever they're using, they ask you to buy something and typically they've already run their customers total lifetime customer value so they all have a product for $39.95 plus offer an additional $75 to $105 worth of bonuses now why do you suppose they do that ladies and gentlemen is do you think it's because they just want to be benevolent well I mean that might be one percent of it. the other 99 percent is they know once they get that first sale from you they're going to get repeat sales long term. They're going to get uh, referrals and they're going to get testimonials. All of that adds to their bank account. But they can't know that until they have an idea of what that customer is worth. But my point is those infomercials are direct response, meaning the way they have it set up, it is a powerful, sophisticated form of sales. But it's just coming at you in a different way.
And even though they're using television, it wouldn't matter. If it was a long page sales letter, it would be the same, or a radio ad, it's the same concept. In fact, notice the commercials that are two to three minutes long when they're hawking some kind of uh, uh, beauty product or something, or an ointment, or they got these superstar athletes telling you about this special belt you can wear that helps with uh, lower back pain. At the end of that commercial, they got that toll-free number telling you where to call and the bonuses you're going to get. All of this is copy, entrepreneur. Snail mail postcards. Now, some of you, because you know, you're know you so into the internet, you're saying, oh, it's snail mail postcards. Mark, that's old school. Listen, let me tell you something. Long before there was something known as the commercial internet, savvy marketers use then and use now snail mail postcards. And the reason why they were successful is it had a what's in it for me benefit orientated main power headline. They had bullet points that tell that reader what's in it for them and then they have a PS and depending on what they're trying to accomplish get you to call a toll-free number set up an appointment or whatever they had a call CTA call to action. If your postcards are trying to sell forget it you need to be directing your prospects to the next step and the point is the copywriters who know how to do that that's why they're in high demand now the other thing is believe it or not your local newspaper ads and your throwaway guy ads ladies and gentlemen this is copy some in fact here's sadly what you see in a lot of local newspaper ads uh, the business owners don't know that they even need a main power headline so their headline just is just not getting it done for a lot of reasons but it's going to keep failing because they don't know to do that one thing now here's the other thing now this one I know for a fact is going to surprise 95 to 98 percent of you when I say this VCLs what's that short for Mark video sales letters now your gut knee reaction is whoa, whoa wait a minute Mark it's a video yeah that's correct but guess what it's a script first meaning somebody writes it and then you and I narrate it Somebody got paid to write that script, friend. And I'm saying you start developing these copywriting skills, and that someone could be you. Now, here's the other thing, ladies and gentlemen. The meta descriptions on your uh, uh, links to your uh, web page or website online, when somebody types in their keywords and they hit enter, they come to on the first page of Google or whatever you know, major search in it is Bing, Yahoo, whatever. There's going to be a description. Is it not telling you what that page or that website or that product or that service is about? Again, a lot of these entrepreneurs try to write these things themselves and they simply don't get it done, which is why they need a professional copywriter. Again, not necessarily an A-list copywriter, a C to be level when I say C I don't want you to think of mediocre I'm saying C as in maybe they don't charge two thousand dollars minimum maybe they do five hundred dollars in fact here was the strategy that I alluded to a little earlier here's something you could do like there are restaurants that need uh, think about the average restaurant they got waiters waitresses an owner or owners a chef an assistant chef ninety nine point nine percent of them ladies and gentlemen no offense they're not qualified to write an email like you and I are. So you could charge them a flat fee on the front end, say uh, $700, and you'll write at least one email a week or one email every other week to their customer base. 
And in this case, you want, or let's not use a restaurant. Let's use a, a retail appliance center. You want 10 to 15% on the back end of the gross profits that it produces. And again, when I say retail appliance center, we're not talking about a franchise outfit. In fact, I was saying in the beginning, unless they approach you, stay away from them. Don't even waste your time uh, trying to promote and market to them your services because they have too many, it's too much corporate stuff between you and them that they got to get okays and all this nonsense. You don't need that. There's enough entrepreneurs out there, ladies and gentlemen, who you could get started with to sort of build a portfolio. In fact, let's say your, your rate is $750. You could drop it down to $500 just to get the business and let them know, hey, as long as I get a testimonial from you, written or video, preferably video so you can put up on YouTube or something like that, you'll do it for this set amount, provided within the next 45 days, they personally introduce you to at least three other non-directly competing vendors within the same local market that you could promote your services to. That's the kind of thing we're talking about here. But the main thing is, and this was just a short list. Here's something else, ladies and gentlemen. That's a huge, you can ask, well, any of the top ones that'll be honest. You can ask any of the major online marketers, whether they're a, a large business or just a small single solopreneur or whatever. Shopping cart abandonment. At last count, ladies and gentlemen, it's somewhere between 60 and 70 percent. You say, what do you mean, Mark? People put stuff in the cart, and for whatever reason, they do not complete the transaction. Well, the really sharp online marketers have a, a email sequence set up where they recontact these people to try to get them back to the shopping cart, and even if they have to put on more additional bonuses or discounts or warranty, whatever the case may be to try and close that sale, they follow up. And that's the other thing. Let me say this. I mentioned email. Ladies and gentlemen, do you know, here's what, let's say a, a local restaurant, I'm not trying to pick on the restaurant industry, ladies and gentlemen, but I'm just telling you, here's the reality. They're busy trying to run the restaurant. The chef doesn't have time to write an email or send out a tweet. And that's the other thing. I even just saying that right now made me realize there's another potential market for you. Writing social media posts for these people. I'm when I say writing social media posts, not the kind they're doing. I'm saying direct response where you have a CTA and you're asking them to do something. But anyway, getting back to this email thing, let's say they have a you show them that they should be setting up some kind of free drawing where somebody can win uh, $300 worth of dinners credits and they could use it any way they want. In other words, they could use it as a group thing where they maybe $150 each time two visits and they're done or you know they want to bring someone special or a business partner or maybe they want to use it to entertain business uh, potential uh, business clients and until they exhaust the $300 or whatever the credit is that you're going to give them and then they are personally responsible to pay for everything over that. That's a nice little strategy you could at least inexpensively test. But let's say they have a list of 500 people and their current open rate is say 30%. So they send out the email and on average 30% open. Well, what about the 70% that don't? 99% of these restaurants don't send a follow-up email. In which case, now I'm saying to you as a marketer and a potential copywriter, you know to change that subject line. You might leave everything else the same, but you change the subject line. In other words, this is how you do an A-B split test. Now, I, my uh, paid email service uh, provider of choice is AWeber. There are many good ones out there. Uh, active campaign, constant contact, uh, infusion. So the point I'm trying to get to is you may have to have a paid account before you can A-B split test. 
AWeber now has a new offer where you can set up a single list on their uh, platform. And until you get to 500 subscribers, you don't pay for it. So you could literally get up to 460 subscribers, stop uh, lead generating, in other words, trying to get more people on the list, and start trying to monetize that list. And as you monetize it, then go ahead and uh, get the free, uh, get the paid version of the service. And once you go over 500, you pay, and then when you reach another plateau, you know it goes up your your monthly uh, subscription fee or annual. You get a little discount if you pay ahead. But the point is, once you reach 500, then you start paying, and as the list grows, you you pay a little bit more each month. Now, here's the point of all this is what I'm trying to get you to understand. Copywriting is not, ladies and gentlemen, do you know anybody uh, that ride, can ride a unicorn? I mean, I'm sorry, unicorn, unicycle. You ask anybody that rides a unicycle how long it took them to develop that skill. I guarantee you they didn't hop on it the first time and start writing. So the point is copywriting, just like a lot of other things, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to take some concerted effort. But my point is with this short little... Uh, podcast episode, I'm trying to make you understand how potentially lucrative it could be because you have so many areas you can go into. Like, let's say if you are specializing in email, you could pick industries, chiropractors, retail furniture concerns, re retail jewelry stores. Now, there's a very good chance the retail furniture concern, now provided they're not franchise now, uh, moving companies, they might already have an email provider and they might be trying to do emails, but you could show them, you could do a side-by-side -side test, we'll run one of yours, we'll run one of mine, and we'll see who, if either, should be writing the emails. A couple of emails, you know, with the fact that you're A-B split testing the headlines and turning around and resending another uh, email to the same, I'm sorry, sorry, not to the same, to the people who did not open the first one, and showing them how this boosts their uh, long-term results. Because they don't know how to do this stuff. And more importantly, they don't have the time or the interest. So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, let's do a little housekeeping. Those of you veterans who've been around, you know what's coming. Those of you this is your first time listening to Mr. Mark, and you're probably wondering, okay, Mark, what is this housekeeping thing about? A couple of things. Number one, hopefully, ladies and gentlemen, if you got value out of this particular episode, and I sincerely hope you did, ladies and gentlemen, if you did, do those around you who are aspiring entrepreneurs a huge favor. Share this information with them because I gladly accept referrals. That's the first thing. Here's the second thing. Entrepreneur, if you know of any other business owners who have their own podcasts, as long as it's entrepreneurial-related uh, business and that kind of stuff, I don't care how large or small your audience is, if you are proactively looking for guests, I'd love to be a guest on your show. Now, here's the other thing. Ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to know how to monetize certain assets and resources you already have, here's a potential strategy for you to seriously consider. If you know of any retail, non-franchise retail furniture concerns, appliance centers, or retail jewelers, you could be the go-between in which you help introduce me to them in any paid revenue sharing, what I like to call a joint venture arrangement I put together with them or revenue share arrangement, whatever floats your boat, whatever term you want to use. I'll gladly cut you in 50% 
of my 25% for the lifetime of the arrangement, meaning as long as it's in place and money's changing hands, we can get on the phone and do, I mean, get on Zoom and do a three-way or, you know, a three-way phone call if you're located inside the United States. And that way you can hear them and me commit that you being the go-between, you will get paid. And ladies and gentlemen, here's the other thing that I want you to understand. This has absolutely nothing to do with me. You could do this on your own in your own local marketplace. Place, pardon me, provided you know how and what to do. So that said, here's the other thing. If you've liked what you heard and you're thinking, wow, Mark, I'd like to hire you or our organization would like to hire you as a uh, one of our resident in-house marketing experts. Ladies and gentlemen, my current rates are very affordable. I'm just $250 an hour. If your budget only allows you, you can do one and done, although I highly recommend that's not the best way to maximize my services and the potential that I can bring to the table for you. It's much better if you do at least a three-month prepaid upfront maintenance plan. That is, you pay uh, $250 three times, $750. I will gladly throw in an additional hour, which makes for your $750 investment a $1,000 investment. And we can go from there. You're absolutely under no obligation to continue. If you don't, in fact, ladies and gentlemen, here's my pledge to you. If you replay this particular episode back at least twice, and you honestly say, Mark, I didn't get anything out of it, that's a sure sign you and I simply are just not compatible. On the other hand, if you play it twice, you should get a ton of ideas you hadn't thought about. You know kind of what to inex inexpensively test. And if you're not sure, reach out to yours truly. That's why I'm here. This is my forte. This is how and where I can definitely help you start moving forward. But you have to show the initiative. Okay. Now, here's the other thing, ladies and gentlemen. There are millions of men and women online looking for this type of information every day. If you're not one of them, it's okay. We can still be friends. And by the way, let me say this. If you're currently on LinkedIn, please, let's get connected. Reach out to me. Send me a connection notice and let me know. You heard one of, you know, you heard me say this on the podcast. So I'll know, you know, what's working good for me and I can keep doing it. But let's get connected on LinkedIn because we both have resources, assets, and connections. The other one doesn't. That's what growing exponentially is all about. And like I said in the beginning, feel, please feel free to share this as often as you want with whoever you want, you know, provided they're an aspiring entrepreneur. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm located inside the States, United States. I'm on the East Coast. I'm on what's called Eastern Standard Time or New York Time. If you're located in the States, let's say you're in California. That means we are three hours apart. Keep that in mind. In other words, when it's 12 there, it's 3 o'clock on the East Coast. If you're somewhere between New York and California, we're one to two hours difference. So if you'd like to take advantage of this free 15-minute power consultation, what I like to call a discovery session, a lot of people call it the same thing, here's what I need you to do if you're located inside the States. Go to my blog, you, you can market online now.com forward slash contact. I want you to put your area code, phone number, what one issue you'd like us to brainstorm about for 15 minutes. Put your time zone. I'll get back to you with a time where we can, uh, preferably Monday through Friday, where we can get this thing going. And again, you're under absolutely positively no obligation to do anything. But I will promise you this. If you are halfway creative, I'll get value out of it. 
our time together. I guarantee you. I'll get blog post ideas, video blog posts, uh, 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 episodes for uh, the podcast. I get a lot of content ideas. So that being said, on that note, entrepreneur, if you're located outside of the state and you like what you hear, we'll just get on Zoom. Z double O M dot us that's not an affiliate link in case you're wondering and we'll do our 15 minutes and you'll get the recording and i hope sincerely that you do something with it otherwise you know don't waste your time and ladies and gentlemen let me say this if this is your sixth seventh eighth time listening to mr marketing and you still haven't at least booked a 15 minute uh strategy session my advice would be don't waste any more of your time because it's obvious. After eight episodes, if you're not convinced I can help you, you're probably right. And I value your opinion, and I'll go along with that. So on that note, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing. And yes, entrepreneur, I am definitely looking forward to being with you again very shortly with another exciting and potentially profitable episode of the Marketing Minute. And remember, entrepreneur, it's not how or where you started at. It's where you ultimately end up that counts.